Tobin and Leroy. Leroy Horde was one of the baddest men. Nah, dude, they call me the kangaroo. Tobin and Leroy, ready to deploy. Had to hit her with a little journalism, but that was a decoy. Better ask about me, boy. Okay, Leroy and Tobin, host of the showman. Still silly sauce with a show in. Till then, it's half moon open. Sometimes cold takes like a snowman. No proof, I'm a liar about a molding. No proof. Like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him, and if I did, I never ever traded again. What? What is in store? Like under the seat of the driver's side floor. It's cool, he's galore. So many more from six in the Mars. Never a bar. Man, if I'm honest, the damage is done. Silly sauce on unlimited funds. Join us on Twitch for unlimited fun. J Fig and Marcos, you with it or what? Toby Tobin, <laughs> two to Tobin. Oh, it's like a little remix there. Good morning, everybody. Welcome on in. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Hello, Leroy. Can't hear me. Mute. Unmute your tab. Can't. You're muted, Marcos. Unmute yourself. Oh, there we go. There you go. Thank you. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm how all is, right. How goes the leg? How are we at right now, buddy? I um, told, told everybody like, on Friday you would reveal where you're at. I'm a thousand percent better. Wow. Whoa. I got a cortisone injection. The um, I'm going to say this. I have learned a valuable lesson. Hmm? They told me I have a fracture, but I also have a bone bruise. Ooh. The, the bone bruise is bigger than the fracture, and that's where most of the pain is coming from. Wow. So every time you hear the phrase bone bruise, more sympathy. Don't trip. Don't play. Don't You've play. always said that about bone bruise. Yes. But now you uh now you have a re uh a reminder. Oh my god. Dude. Yeah, D Wade so just get that bone bruise all the time. I got a shot of cortisone and uh I've been, you know, taking care of it, doing some, you know, serious treatment and stuff, being that I damn near have all the equipment at my house. Mm. And uh, feeling much better. I got a brace. I'm off the crutches. Not a boy. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, it's like day and night. Good. It really is. So Good. Good. Happy Glad to, to hear be it. moving around, walking normally. No all right. But um, there's some some stuff going on in there that I don't even know how I did it. Hmm. I wonder how he did do it. You think Wait. he was returning to golf? I was going to say, yeah. Like, is could, that a golf? The bone bruise what, was from golf. They they said it could have been that. He said the dreaded, you know, that thing when you go to the doctor's office, and they say it. Can't rule it out. No. Uh, you could probably drop a couple of pounds. Oh, <laughs> not, not, that's not fair. Mm. Like you're not, you're, so, you're not, you're so not a wait. big guy. What do they so want you wait. to look like? Here's the worst part. Big Spoon has accepted the challenge. <clears throat> so now I have fruit, uh, salads, uh. And I told her, your ass ain't here all day. Leroy's going to have a snack supply. <laughs> oh, dude. dude I, I went and got me a big breakfast this morning. Oh, from man. 
That's something. All right, let's get to some headlines here. Brought to you by New Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto <laughs> Ford. We. Wow! Take a that. Look at that, Palmetto Ford. You got props, dude. All right, yeah, we gotta, we gotta pick product place in here. Is out of is out of control. Hey, not only do I have props, I have multiple. Wow! That's a four pretty good right there. All right, the big news yesterday, of course, Kyrie Irving. Traded yep. to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a first-round pick. His trade demand uh, lasted all of two days. He apparently I, he apparently was threatening not to play, and uh, he's finally out of there. The Brooklyn era of Kyrie Irving, Dunzo. Can I defend Kyrie? Sure. Because it's Kyrie, we're overlooking the facts that have plagued the NBA for years. That is, you're in the last year of your contract. Your team is not re-upping you. So you want to get a trade before the end of the year so that you can get your money. Mm -hmm. Now, if it were anybody else to do this, We'd understand. We'd say, you know what? They're not re-upping him. So he wants a trade so he could go get paid. But because it's Kyrie and all the other baggage that he brings, we look at it totally different. But this has happened a lot with the tradable contract, with the last year of a deal, so forth and so on. This happens all the time in basketball. Yeah, and I, I get you. I think that, the, but the without Kyrie is like there is a spot there where it's like, man, I played this. I paid this guy a lot of money not to play basketball. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> a lot and, of and money. That's what I'm so I can understand it, the the uh, the skepticism from the Nets absolutely. of wanting to he give him an it. extension. He he earned it. He earned everything that everybody feels about him right now, and the the, the reluctancy to give this guy a substantial amount of money. And this is one of the few instances where you're talking about a talent in a sport and it has nothing to do with his ability to play that sport. It's all about the other stuff. His talent so is hypnotizing from, for sure. Right. And so from that standpoint, I get he's trying to be the basketball player that everybody else and, and everybody else would do the same thing in this situation, right? However, you can't just forget all of the circumstances that led up to this moment if you're Kyrie. And that's the problem that I think everybody is having with Kyrie is that if not for all the other stuff, Cleveland, uh, Boston, the Nets, the situations with the Nets. If not for all that, we would say, oh, he wants to get re-upped and they're not re-upping him. So you want to trade that expiring contract. I just think that they got, yeah, I mean, honestly, for if you could feel bad for a guy, the guy I feel bad for is KD because, like, he's, right. it feels he's like any, any time he goes away for any extended period, he's like, you can't. 
That's when Kyrie makes his move. It's like it's once like he, he's babysitting Kyrie. It is. It's got to be frustrating. It's got to be frustrating because he, you know, he knows how good he is at basketball. They had a, they were having a good season. You know, everything you said at the beginning of the year, be like, why not just ride it out? Right. Seemed like it was paying off. You know, the the only thing they really made as a change was the head coach, but basketball wise, it looked like it was all coming together. And he, you know, he Jimmy Butler rolls up on his leg. He's gone for a few weeks, and then all of a sudden. Bam! It's it's just gone, and now you have right. Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, who are nice players. I'm not saying the Nets are done, but not Kyrie. He ain't a st- he, yeah, they're not stars. They're not stars. Right, and 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 is and and from the standpoint of just basketball, with what the Mavs gave up, and they're gonna have to pay him. Can you trust Kyrie? It's tough. Yeah, it's, right. It, it's tough. It's tough because he's going to come in with a good attitude and say this time. I almost feel like for Mark Cuban, who never gets a free agent, he always seems to swing at, uh, swing and miss on this. I feel like he will just because he never gets this opportunity. And, you know, there were reports that, you know, Luca was getting a little bit restless with the team, even though Mark Cuban did call BS on that, which, you know, that should tell you immediately that it's true. Um, <laughs> that. You know, he always misses on the free agent. So if there was somebody to give him $200 million, I could see the Mavericks definitely doing that. Um, I mean, unless it's a disaster with him. I mean, if it's, you know, if Lucas says, I hate playing with this guy, but I don't think he will. I think that this should work. I think it should work okay. And I think it's, uh, it is, it it is an interesting jolt for a West that's, you know, kind of open. It's, it it definitely is an improvement for them. And I think that it was interesting to see, you know, LeBron obviously upset on Twitter where he uh, he tweets out, maybe it's me, but it right. seems like it wasn't him. It seems like the the Lakers were willing to go all in, and uh, the reports are Joe Sy wouldn't trade him to the Lakers for spite, wouldn't do wow. it, wouldn't trade Kyrie where he wanted to go, right? Which you know, in some ways I respect as a, as the Pope of Petty, but in other right. ways you're an owner. You should do what's best for your team and get as many assets as possible. Right. Right. Um, but the petty in me respects it. it. It it's a it's a tough it's a tough it's a tough deal because we come across a lot of players that it is pretty hard to be in this situation with the talent that you have, and it happens with. Uh, what about Josh Gordon? I mean, the talent was such that. Every time he got an opportunity to play, somebody picked him up, you know, but the other stuff caught up to him. And and I'm just wondering, like, with Kyrie, at some point, he's going to have to just, you know, ride it out. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, he seems a guy who is always going to feel like, look, if I got this many chances and you know how good I am at this, why should I change? You know? Right. That's the that, thing. That's is the that thing is somebody – I do think somebody will give him $200 million. I think you they know, will. He, you know he, he just basically left the black LeBron and went to the white LeBron because hmm. Luka is very similar to what LeBron does. So um, it'll be interesting to see, like, how how – you know, he's supposed to play Wednesday. You got two guys who like having the ball in their hands. And and 
you know, it'll be interesting to see. It does make them better. Yeah. Because Kyrie makes you better. Well, we'll take a quick break. Obviously, a lot of Heat fans frustrated as well because they wanted to get it on the Kyrie game. I'll tell you why I don't think it worked out. That's next. Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Taking you up until 2. This is when he had a head full of braids. Now he just got uh. eh. (laughs) (laughs) He got the one eh. Oh, man. So uh, big news yesterday around the sports world uh, was not the flag football game, which I gave mm, like eight minutes to. I tried. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I tried. I went in with it because you want to know why? I watched the NHL also game. Kind of dug it. I liked mm. a little bit. I was watching of it before uh, before the MMA show started on on Saturday, so I was like, eh, I kind of like it. I I, I enjoyed with that. What uh what we had going on? They, they did a lot, like nine goals in the last ninety seconds, yeah. because it really felt like the goalies weren't trying. But uh, I, I liked it. the The flag football didn't do it for it's, me, Leroy. It's hard when you're used to seeing football played a certain way, but I think that's the only way to do it. To be honest with you, yeah. I think the Pro Bowl should be a celebration of the players and not necessarily putting them in harm's way the hardest thing to do in football but who's the last guy to get who who was the last guy to get seriously hurt in a pro bowl who's the running back from new england playing sand football oh i remember that i remember that yeah the the i don't know but did this damn jalen edwards was it edwards you see this this damn jalen ramsey ran right over uh tyreek hill i was like hey take it easy someone said that's the only tackle he made all year Tyreek Hill. It, it's hard when you're a competitor to not compete. And and if you put pads on guys, at some point, somebody going to either get tired of getting beat, tired of getting trash talked to, and somebody going to do some hitting. They did a so, late, it was a late flip. Uh, was it Adams? Was it Devontae Adams flipping yeah, to him? Yeah, yeah. There's a late flip to, uh, to Tyreek Hill by the pylon and – Tyreek Hill tweets out, this is supposed to be flag football. Meanwhile, I'm getting decleated. <laughs> <laughs> like Ramsey was just like laying him out. Yeah. Oh, but man. It, it's, it's, I would have been it, so mad if he got hurt. I mean, geez. It, it's, more of a, it's more of a celebration of the Pro Bowl players than it is an event to have them. You, you know what I mean? And, and so you got to just accept that. I get it. I just feel like I'd rather see that. I'd rather see flag football where there's supposed to be no hitting than football with a manila pads when they're supposed to be tackling and nobody's tackling. I get you. I get you. It's just I don't know. I don't know. They've tried I will say this about the Pro Bowl. They've tried everything. Like you know, they've tried moving it a week back. They've tried changing locations. They've done now flag football. They've done uh Team Prime versus uh Team Irvin. They've They've done it all. I don't think there's anything making this good. I don't think there's right. anything making it good. Right. They've tried, you know, at least right. with – and sometimes it I feel like the NHL, with the doing the divisions and a three-on-three, it's fun. It's just cool. Like, Matthew Kachuk this week, he won the MVP, got to play with his brother and Barky. If you're the hometown fan, that's fun. It's a fun It's a fun little gimmick. They did right. uh, the penalty shots, and the dude tried to go behind the back. Like, you can make it – 
somewhat palatable. Although I heard that skills competition was terrible. I didn't watch it personally, Man, uh, but I, know, I heard it was a. I heard the the NHL skills was a rough watch. That's the only thing I watched. So you saying that you liked it? I was like, really? Man, what else? Did, <laughs> I heard did no. I, I heard it? the skills competition was rough. I heard it was even rougher live. But yeah. But uh, I didn't watch it, so I can't tell you. I was on the air, but mm. the uh, the I enjoyed the game, and it was cool that Kachuk won the MVP. He deserved it. Yeah, it's cool. Four yeah. goals, three assists. Or something yeah, like that. he deserved it. He was uh, so, the game. So in 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 order of ranking, I'm gonna go NBA number one. I'm gonna go hockey, baseball, then football. Really? You go baseball. Yeah. You go baseball third to last. Just because it's, it's boring for you. Well, I go third to last, but but keep in mind. The home run derby is incredible. I love the home run derby. I do. But especially the three with the three point challenge in basketball is kind of like the Yeah, it's like the slam dunk contest isn't cool anymore. Um the the three point shootouts become the thing. The stars will actually do it. So right. that's fun. The home run derby with the clock, with them adding the shot clock, that really revamped it. That made it a lot better. Right. Um, but there's nothing that they could do in football because of the yeah, way the game what do you is do? played, right? And so that's why I put that last. And it's funny because, as far as you know, excitement about a sport, football's number one easily. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's just it's a hard thing to do without it here, football. And the football Pro Bowl is farther away from its natural sport than any of the other sports. And that's what makes it difficult. Right? Because yeah. you can't you can't play like you play on Sunday. Whereas everything else, you're gonna see pitchers throw hundred. You're gonna see guys hitting bombs. You're gonna see great plays on defense and baseball. In basketball, you're going to see great alley-oops, great dunks. You know, you're going to see three-point shots, right? And in hockey, you're going to see trick shots. You're going to see guys working the puck like they don't in normal games. And you're going to see talent that you didn't know existed because they play in a game situation. And, and so, like, every sport has something to offer during the All-Star Week except football. Miles Garrett apparently, yeah, and the, this texture points out he dislocated his toe in the army race thing. What was that, Marcos? Did you see what this was? Did you watch any of the uh, the what Miles Garrett injured his toe? Doing? I did. I did see that. I didn't see like exactly when it happened, but I did see some of the events involved like some like military walls. They were sliding underneath different things, I, yeah, pushing sleds. Yeah, I saw them like pushing some weights into a thing. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Actually, so they, it was they, a lot. they basically did it like superstars. Kind of. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, guy says no way. Baseball is the best one. It means something. It doesn't mean anything. Like it, they they stopped doing home field advantage like a decade ago. Did they? Yes. Yeah, oh damn. <laughs> no, it used to be a joke. With uh, I used to yeah. Zazzle used to ask this like every All Star game that would come up for like eight years. You like does it still mean home field? Like no, oh, dude. Okay. They stopped doing that like six years ago. No, it doesn't mean anything right. anymore. Damn. It's just an All Star game. But I would I would That's say cool though. But I would say that the closer you can get to a regular game in or see the, the see here 
you have the best of the best playing in this event. The closest you can get to seeing those exceptional players do exceptional things, I've listed in that order. The right. la- well, the last time I got excited like that, the MLB did ruin it because it was Jose Fernandez taking the mound as a as a, as a rookie in the All Star game, or maybe it was his second year, and he was taken. It was he struck out the side with like Miguel Cabrera. I think it was like Joe Mauer. Maybe it was like Mike Trout. And in the middle and of they it, took him out. no, they were they were in the whole means of that happening. They were interviewing Jason Grilly of the Pirates. Oh, that's and I right. was like, I "Are you that. effing kidding me?" So that really soured me on the All Star game. Uh, yeah, I, I, I held a bit of a grudge against it, but um, you know, Could like go figure. You, you hold in a grudge. I was because that's our guy, and he's <laughs> and he's doing he's doing big things. He's striking out the best guys in the league. This should be like a, an introduction to who he is. And no, we're interviewing a, a forty year old on the Pirates because he played in Japan last year. Who cares? But that's baseball. They'll always pick old over young. That's how they do it. Baseball will yep. always pick old over young. That's what they always do. So it was, but I, I remember being furious that that was happening. Jose's doing big things. Let's interview a pirate. What? What are we doing? <laughs> they would have been better off interviewing a real pirate. <laughs> oh, man. Johnny right. Depp. We'll take a we'll take a quick break. Fifteen minutes of heat. They lose to the Bucks this weekend and finish with a losing road trip. Plus, we'll get into uh, where they stood on the whole Kyrie thing. That's next. This is fifteen minutes of your Miami Broward Health celebrating eighty five years of service to our community. Then, now, forever, Broward Health. All right, 15 minutes of heat here for you on 560 WQAM. Your Miami Heat, they lost on Saturday to the Milwaukee Bucks, 123-115 to to finish their road trip 1-3. And And that, you know, kind of goes back to that whole Charlotte game. That's why, you know, you'd love to have a 500 trip. Don't lose to one of the worst teams in the league. Um, good game. I mean, good game for the most part, very competitive back and forth between, uh, the heat and the bucks. It did feel very much in that last three minutes. So the bucks kind of just shut bleep down on Miami and, uh, here with some big stops. God, the heat have no shooting. It's very frustrating because it's like you get out shot like 14 to eight on the three pointers and it's, you have to work so damn hard to bring it back and make it even. And they just, you know, eventually you, you run out. Of, eventually, they hit a couple of key threes. You run out of time. And you um you you think that having to play that the way they're playing to stay in some of these games because they're not making threes is going to wear them down? Maybe. I can't rule it out, Leroy. It might. It might. Because they just look exhausted playing defense. And, 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 and Giannis was and a freight train. it just seems so back-breaking to play defense for – 23 seconds and somebody launches a three and makes it right at the end of the clock. And it just looks like it sucks the life out of these guys. Yeah. And Giannis, uh, and Giannis was a monster. He had a triple double as he is. And, uh, they, I mean, he went to the free throw line 17 times. They really had nothing for him. And it's interesting because, you know, you talk about the team that was like the architect of being the Giannis stoppers and building that wall. 
And it's tough because it's like, you know, you have him out there and, and you just don't have the bulk that you did in the other series against him. And, you know, it, it is an eye-opener because we're in trade deadline week and this team, now Kyle didn't play, not that he's been doing much anyway, and Vic didn't play. So maybe you could say, oh, well, Victor Oladipo could have made a difference in that. But I watch that team and I, I look at them and I say, man, look at all the guys they can throw on Jimmy Butler. Between Drew, between Wesley Matthews, between Jan, between all these guys, they could throw and exhaust Jimmy Butler, who did, who had 32 points going into the fourth, finished the game with 32 points. They didn't, right. you know, didn't score a bucket in the fourth quarter. I almost feel like the roles are reversed right now when it comes to Giannis and Jimmy. And yeah, it's, it, I mean, they're going to come out of that. And I, I don't know how the Heat front office could look at that game, look at that road trip and feel like they have enough to truly compete in this postseason, right? I don't know how they could do that. And I don't know what the move is, but, man, it feels like by Thursday, if their lone move is adding Omer Yurtsevin, they're going to be severely outgunned going into this playoffs. Well, they need size. And, and, and they need it for no other reason other than whoever they choose, whoever they pick, for that size to be, whether it's Big Yurt or somebody else, it needs to take some of the pressure off of the other four guys on the floor because everybody is exhausted. I mean, it is, they're working their butts off. Right. And everybody's and, answer, everybody's answer for this is always, well, Jimmy doesn't come in until there's, you know, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. What do you want? He's to, all, so he's going he's gonna to play. The whole fourth quarter, like he plays the whole third quarter. That's his rotation. He plays the whole third quarter. He scored 17 points. You know, you try and man the ship so he can go and, and give you that run in the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. That's what he does. That's that's what that's what Spoh's rotation yeah. was with him. I mean, and by the you way. You exhaust him even more. And yeah. then when you get to the last two minutes, you got nothing. Uh, so it's a, uh, it was a, it was a disappointing, it was a disappointing loss for sure. Um you know, Milwaukee's good. There's no shame in losing to Milwaukee. You know, they're they're a game back of being one in the East. Uh, they got Middleton back. Middleton was awesome. Like, that's – see, that's the big thing with them is, like, you know, they really haven't had Middleton this year, and they're going to be able to say, we're getting Middleton at the trade deadline. That is right. – that, like, we're getting him healthy. He was tremendous. That's, like, you're adding, you're adding an all-star. That's huge for them. The right. Heat's lone addition, I, it can't be Big Yurt. It can't, I like Big Yurt. Don't get me wrong. It'll help. But it can't. Are you, wait, wait, wait. Can I? Can I? Uh, have you changed your? Because I've been saying this all year, and you have been saying no. They have enough. That's not what I said. I've never said that. What have you said? We have enough size. That's not what I've said. I've never said that. I've never disagreed with you that they need size. Sounds like you. No. What? What he likes oh to? Oh my goodness! On, Are you serious? Hold on. Hold on. Are you hold serious? on. Sounds like something you'd say. It's not what oh I said. Oh my goodness. It's not what I've said. I've never said that. I don't know. I've never Tobin. said that. I've literally never said that, Leroy. Tobin. The only thing Tobin. we and I have argued about is you argue with Bam's not a five. He's, he's not a five. I've never disagreed that they need more size. I've never said that. I don't know. Uh, I don't I've know. never said that. <laughs> I've know, literally dude. never said that. I've been, I've, been, I've been begging for another okay. big. Mm -hmm. If you, we've asked like, what do you think they need more? Do you think they need more size or more shooting? I think I said, I think they need shooting. They don't yeah. have. I, if you told they me what shooting, see? you're just not making. They don't shots. have shooting. You no. can't keep Guess what, dude? That over. No, dude. You don't get to go. You don't get to go seventy five percent through the season and not shoot and say you have shooting. 
You don't get to say that. It's over. But but but, but look at here. So you're looking at a situation where they paid a lot of guys who shoot. Mm-hmm. Who don't shoot. So what? Right. They don't have shooting. They don't have shooting. If you can have you have you have it the, just goes away like that? You have theoretical how much are those hold on. Let me let me say something. They were a good shooting team last regular season. They were the worst shooting team in the playoffs, and they've been the worst shooting team in the league this year. So when do when does it happen? You're essentially talking eight months of not shooting the three with the same team. Do you have shooters? The last time I saw them shoot, Duncan Robinson, he was the three-star bunny on Easter, game one <laughs> against the Hawks. That's the last time they shot the basketball well. That was fun. That was. So unless Duncan Robinson's going to come off of this injury, assuming he's still on the heat, although I don't know who wants you know $60 million of Duncan Robinson right now, why, why do I believe they have shooting? They don't. They don't. I'm more along the lines of they have shooting, they're just not making shots. All right, cool. Well, you're adorable. Thank you for that. I mean, they paid for shooting. They paid for shooting. All right. But it's kind of like when you when you paid for that car and it took like nine months for it to get there. I paid for a car. Is it here? <laughs> I'm, using a, I'm using a loaner to get to work. Like, you know, great. But, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. And then... You know, on top of that, you're paying so you're paying Duncan Robinson. You know, th- he doesn't shoot. He's hurt. Kyle Lowry's now got a knee problem. Doesn't play in the last game. Doesn't play in fourth quarters. You owe him $30 million next year. So, yeah, I think I get why the Heat fan was uh, was frustrated with the whole not getting in the game for Kyrie Irving. Now, the thing, I, here's the thing with it. The, the local reporting out of this was, well, the Heat weren't interested the Heat had some trepidations about bringing in Kyrie, culture fit. I don't buy it. Here's what I think. Nobody wants their stuff. Because if you're not giving <laughs> up, I'm serious about this. If you're the Heat, and I don't I don't think you should trade Tyler here for Kyrie Irving. Tyler here is 23. You have, you have him. I'm not trading Tyler here for Kyrie Irving. So you look at the rest of the Heat stuff. Tell me what's attractive. You, okay. Victor Oladipo. Caleb Martin? Okay. Now, everybody was sitting here thinking that, oh, you're going to trade Kyle Kyle Lowry in a bag of chips to get Kyrie Irving. No. That's not going to happen. You're not going to – what team is pulling the trigger on that? Right. Who's Who wants that stuff? So what you do is you spin it like, I don't know if Kyrie Irving is a culture fit. Okay, well, I have your best player on the record saying – a few years ago, the player he'd most like to play with in the league is Kyrie Irving. I have your second best player in Bam Adebayo, who Kyrie Irving has known since he's 12 and has a good relationship with. So you tell me, if those two guys get along with him, oh, and you think that Tyler Hero would hate playing with a guy of his skill set? So you tell me what the what the culture uh, unrest would be, the, the culture fit would be. And I tell you, nah, I just don't think they had the horses to trade for him. That's what I think. Now, right. it could have been argued that they had that in the summer because they told Kyle Lowry, eh, we're not going to trade you for Kyrie Irving. Before this season of Kyle Lowry happened, maybe you could have convinced the Nets, hey, little swappy swap. But when you watch Kyle Lowry this year, 
What team is trading for him? What team is trading for him and owes him $30 million next year? Let's be real about it. He's a single-digit scorer, he's old, and he's owed $30 million next year. That's Triple a, single. Yeah. Who wants that on the trade market? Who are you getting for that? Like, I, I just, I don't know what the Heat fan thought. They thought that they were going to, what, hold Sean Marks' feet to the fire and be like, you take that Lowry, you take those intangibles next to KD, samesies. No, dude. Like, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, you can play those guys in the playoffs. I don't know if you can play Kyle Lowry in the playoffs. That's how bad he's been. Maybe it's a knee. Maybe it's age. I don't know. But this idea that, oh, well, we don't think he's quite the fit. No, I think the Nets probably looked at your roster and be like, you know what? I don't think it's quite a fit. Unless you're giving us Hero. (laughs) Are you giving us Tyler Hero? Then it'll be a fit. And I'm going to trade a Hero for Kyrie Irving. So I I think that was the discussion. I think it was over at that point. If you're not trading Bam, you're not trading Tyler, and you're not trading Jimmy Butler for Kyrie Irving, then who the hell do they want? So you're saying this team is poorly constructed. I'm not saying it's poorly constructed. It's just I don't know how many assets that they have, really, for a star player. I don't know. Even like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. Great guys. Guess what? They're free agents. So anybody who brings them in is going to have to pay them next year. So... Like you don't have no, any of these they guys. Already, don't, they already have a. They already have a Max Struess. Joe Smith. Joe Harris. You Joe just, Harris. You just sorry. gave him a random uh, guys yeah. name for intent. I got the Joe that right. Far away. He's yeah, got a basic man. Joe right. It Come is. On. It's a Joe, Joe Harris. Yeah. Joe Harris. So they already got Max Struess. But even if they like, even if you want to say, "Oh, right, hey, we'll throw in Max Struess." Okay, but we got to pay him next year. You got. You're getting. <laughs> You know, like it's it's not like you're getting Max Struess and like you have him locked down for for a few years on the cheap. It's like no, you get Max Struess and also like Max Struess last year asset. You have him a year on the minimum. That's great. Next year, like you got to pay Max Struess fifteen million dollars. I don't know how many teams are are you know feeling that, especially with the way he's shooting this year. That's not a lot in basketball. It's not a lot in basketball either. But you know, I think a lot of people are probably looking at the Heat lately. And they're seeing all these undrafted guys that they can turn into certain years and thinking, like, how much do we really believe that those guys are going to be at the level of those contracts? Because the Heat are already seeing it with Duncan Robinson, and they're getting bit in the ass by it. You know, how many how many teams are looking at Gabe Vincent or Max Struess and saying, man, we give that guy X amount of dollars for this many years, and we think it's really going to pay off? I mean, look at Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, nothing. Look at Hassan. Any of these guys, you know, it's tough when they leave the culture hub and they go elsewhere. Who are the guys who have worked out? Who? Derek Jones Jr.? Mm. Josh Richardson? Mm. Justice Winslow? (laughs) These aren't even the undrafted guys. I'm like, I'm like, not many guys leave here and you're like, whoo. They, I mean, they took. I mean, like the Patrick Beverly's probably the last guy. <laughs> Say Patrick Beverly. Yeah, and he didn't even make a roster. So, I, I think when the Heat put that narrative out to the local reporters, oh yeah, Kyrie's not a fit. Nah, dude, you don't like. You don't want to trade your top three guys for him, which I respect. I wouldn't do it either. But what else do you have after that? I would say probably your most attractive pieces are Vic and Caleb Martin. You know, but. I don't know 
you know, Vic, Caleb Martin, Dorian Finney-Smith, and and Spencer Dinwiddie? Like, I don't know. I mean, the Nets – and here's the other thing with the Nets. You're, 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 let's say they're equal assets. They've already shown you they're pettily not going to give them to the Lakers, allegedly, reportedly. You're going to trade Kyrie Irving to a potential playoff matchup? For basically samesies? Would you do that, Leroy? Or would you trade him to a team that maybe you'll face in the finals? All things being awesome for both of us. Would you trade him to a team that you could maybe face in the first round? No way! So, I'm just saying, I don't believe the whole culture reporting thing. I think that's bogus. Window dressing. Old Tobes, he's... Guess what? Not passing the old smell test. And this nose can smell. Look at it. Now all of a sudden you're a bomb sniffing dog. Look at it. Doesn't pass. But here, this right here, this is the report that Kyrie Irving doesn't fit the heat culture. Doesn't pass it. Sorry. I, don't like this. <laughs> I really don't like this. Dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. Doesn't pass the smell test, dude. Oh, man. But we did get some big news this weekend, all right? Perhaps the biggest news in the old world of Tobes. Yeah. All right? We'll get to that coming on up. But before that, I do want to say one, play one last thing before we uh, get – would you like to hear Jimmy Butler's thoughts on not making the all-star team? Yes. Here is uh, Jimmy Buckets on not going to Utah. Me, no all-star? Man, please. I see y'all when I see y'all, but Bam does deserve that. He's been um, carrying the load a lot this year. I'm happy for him. Um, as for me, I'm happy I get a vacation, baby. It's like the Is least. there any player who cares less about no. All-Star Weekend? I think Jimmy's like, oh, great. I made the All-Star. Check that off the box. Now I'm done. We'll take a quick break. Get to that big news over the weekend coming up. Hour two. Coming up next.